Should you be getting 3D mammograms? Do the chemicals in deodorant cause breast cancer? And what age should you be going for regular mammograms? All that and more on this episode of The Healthiest You. So, Mike, um, you know, I know there I got to be a certain age. I mean, you go for wellness exams with your doctor anyway. And then I know that I got to a certain age and then it was a matter of starting to get additional tests done, for instance, mammograms. And, um, you know, you were already going for these yearly exams to add the mammogram in. It's just one of those things that um, should be a part of, um, you know, your yearly wellness. And yet it seems to be one of these things that doesn't always get included. Like you don't remember to schedule that. I I wish I could comment on this stuff, but uh, I haven't been to a mammogram for years. You haven't? Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, but here's something that you could do uh, if you don't do this already. Uh, Remind your wife. Absolutely. uh, Remind your female relatives. Yes. And I, I think an important part of that is, a key part of that is finding a doctor that you know and trust. And then it becomes something you almost want to do because you get to talk to that doctor and it's more relief and it's a good thing for everybody. Indeed. And as we get inch closer to October, you may start noticing more pink in honor of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. A lot of popular brands and even sports teams go pink to raise money and bring awareness to breast cancer. And I know I see it everywhere. And I think it's great. It seems to be growing and growing national teams, local teams. Everyone's putting on a little pink to remind everybody. Breast cancer is the second most diagnosed cancer in women. But the good news is that new technology has made it easier to catch breast cancer even earlier, leading to better outcomes. And here to tell us more about advances in detecting and treating breast cancer is oncologist. Ranju Gupta with the Lehigh Valley Cancer Institute. Dr. Gupta, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you, Mike and Steph. Thank you for having me today. What age should women begin getting annual mammograms? Yeah, I think it is very important to uh, realize the importance of doing mammograms uh, in women and in certain cases in men. Uh, The average age that women should begin uh, annual mammogram is 40 years. Uh, there has been a lot of discussion. Various um, um, societies have different recommendations. Um, 50 is for sure in everybody. All the guidelines from various societies agree to that. But in general, we strongly recommend that uh, women should start getting um, uh, annual mammograms done at the age of 40. I started mine at the age of 40. Uh, Dr. Gupta, I joked earlier, and you mentioned briefly, even men can get breast cancer. What age should they be checked? How do you check for that in a guy? Yeah, so the amount of breast tissue in men is extremely small. And therefore, the risk of breast cancer in men is also extremely uh, small. I know you joked about it. That's kind of why I mentioned it, Mike. (laughs) So... um, there is no screening that uh, men have to do uh, in general for uh, for breast tissue. But you know, like anything else in our body, we should be looking for any lumps that we feel. Um, and if men feel any lump, uh, they should not be embarrassed to go and uh, have a discussion with their uh, family doctor so that they can be examined. And if there is a concern that there could be a breast cancer, then they should have the mammogram done. Uh, so there is no age specification for men. Now, you had mentioned the age 40, and I believe that's the age I was when I started having my annual mammograms. Is there any reason women would want to begin their annual mammograms before the age of 40? 
that's a that's an excellent question uh, Steph so there are certain instances where we would recommend mammograms to be done at an earlier age one obviously if the women is palpating any lump or some kind of abnormality in the breast they notice a discoloration inversion of the nipple then they will have to be checked and if it is at 28 or 32 then they will have to get it done but those kind of instances apart uh, if somebody has a very strong family history of breast cancers so uh, then we say uh, the 10 years younger than the um, youngest age in the family uh, in, in meaning so if your mom say had a breast cancer at the age of uh, 45 then uh, the children the daughters should get it at the age of 35 so if if you know so first degree relatives close relatives are 10 years younger than uh, that age so if somebody your mom had the breast cancer at 60 then 50 would be the 10 years younger then you will go to 40 because that is a standard um, a guideline so 40 is a standard guideline and younger than that if you have a close family relative who has breast cancer at a young age um then the other uh, instance where you would do that is certain fa- uh, families may have a genetic mutations like the BRC or the BRCA mutation or some other genetic mutations which increases your risk of uh, breast cancer then those guidelines would recommend a earlier stage a earlier age of um, getting your mammogram done doctor for the for the women who have not yet had a mammogram and for people who are or afraid to have one Uh, what exactly is it about and and how long do they take and of course the dreaded question do they hurt right uh, very important uh, thank you for asking that mike so uh, the mammogram is just uh, like an x-ray of the breast uh, so that is basically what we are doing it takes about 10 15 minutes um, uh, usually you would go and check into any mammogram facility they will have you change into a gown and when your turn comes they will you take you to the appropriate room and then the dreaded question does it hurt yes it hurts because they have to compress uh the breast uh tightly and when we compress the breast it hurts um and the reason why we have to compress the breast is so that we can get good quality imaging it is consistent every um at time and the amount of radiation that you are receiving while getting the uh, mammogram done is less if you know that women will have different sizes and shapes kind of to certain extent depending upon your age uh, of the breast so if we don't do it there is no consistency in how the mammogram is done so the radiologist cannot read it and when we are doing it every year if we don't compress it and make it kind of in a certain way it would be difficult to compare those films together so as a result of that we have to compress and that that is kind of what causes the pain but my general uh, 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 thing that i will tell all my patients and family members it is only a 5 or 10 minutes of pain uh, look at the advantage of you know if if something is wrong and there is a breast cancer it is very important to diagnose it early because early detection of breast cancer means that we can get away with less treatment uh, maybe without chemotherapy without radiation and survival and outcomes are better so we are all adults i think we can tolerate 10 or 15 minutes of pain um it's only once a year so i i think we can we can handle that I I couldn't have said it better myself and and the thing that was most striking to me the first couple times that I had them done is uh the fact that when they're getting the image they ask you to hold your breath 
And for me, that was the hardest part because you had to stand completely still. But like you said, you know, the the couple minutes of of not feeling comfortable um, are worth, you know, the the results and the information that you get. So there are different types of mammograms available. What is the difference between a traditional and 3D mammogram? Right. So, um, so we used to have uh, in the good old times uh, just those screens that you would take the mammograms and they will only take two pictures. Um, the reason why we have different techniques is to be able to do better imaging. Um, young women, many not so young women also will have very dense breasts. And as a result of that, uh, sometimes small cancers can um, be um, undetected on mammograms. So we are always trying to make it better. So the, the common types of mammography that is available is a digital mammography. It's just like a computerized mammography. And you really don't have to kind of go back and, you know, put the position, squeeze it multiple times and do it. You can just, you know, stand there. And because it is all digitalized, it is very quick and easy. Uh, 3D mammogram is also called 3D um, uh, tomogram. Uh, it is a series of multiple uh, mammograms taken almost like a CT scan kind of how you're doing, but just of the breast. So it's like, you know, you have more than um, just two or three or four images that we take in the digital mammogram. So you get um, a lot more images. So if there is a small lesion which is sitting in a very dense breast, we are more likely to be able to find out um, um, in a 3D mammogram uh, compared to a digital mammogram, you know, everybody, you know, we, we have all gone from the mammogram and you know, you, you kind of want to get that quest, you know, report saying everything is okay. See you back in a year. And if, if they recall you because there was something that they found or it was not clear, then that is the dreaded question, right? And the amount of anxiety that it causes because you have to go back now, have additional imaging done because they could not see. Um, the the area very clearly. So the 3D mammogram will reduce uh, the incidence of recall for additional imaging because it has a lot more images uh, than we take on a digital mammogram. So it's a little bit more um, um, uh, sensitive in finding uh, small lesions or especially in dense breath. I see. So, so doctor, should everyone be getting a 3D mammogram? And if not, who should get a 3D mammogram? So, um, three, so as a personal choice, anybody can get a 3D mammogram. So if I said, you know, I've heard that 3D mammogram is the best one and I want to get it, that is fine. Nobody is going to kind of, you know, say you cannot get it. But on a medical ground, those people uh, who have uh, very dense breasts are the ones that we specifically recommend to get the 3D mammograms. Uh, if you don't have dense breasts, then the regular digital mammogram is okay because the recall rate is uh, less there. And we actually have something new um, right now, which is called ABUS, which is the automated uh, breast ultrasound, which can be used in conjunction with your mammogram, whether we are doing it digital or 3D. So it's an automatic ultrasound of the entire breast and by machines. And that will supplement a 3D mammogram in extremely dense breast uh, uh, patients. So even increasing the sensitivity of the test even uh, more. What are the risk factors for breast cancer? So the biggest risk factor is having a breast. So if you have the breast, then the risk of breast cancer is high, right? I mean, there. but with age, 
um, the incre- there is a increasing risk of breast cancer as we get older. Um, so age is one of the risk factors. Um, in U.S., Caucasian women will have one in uh, nine chance of developing breast cancer in their lifetime. So it is a very common type of um, uh, cancer. Uh, genetics uh, are very important, like I mentioned before. Certain families um, can have uh, uh, genetic mutations like the BRCA mutations, and they will have a higher risk of developing um, uh, breast cancer. Certain race, Ashkenazi Jews, they have a higher incidence of genetic mutations compared to other populations, so the risk of breast cancer is higher. Uh, and other than that, um, the other uh, some uh, less uh, common risk factor, not less common, uh, less important risk factors. They're not um, uh, are like uh, you know uh, late early menarche. That means when you start getting your menstrual periods, if it is very early age. Um, um, late menopause, uh, not having any childbirth. These have a little bit increased risk of breast cancer, but are not strong predictors of uh, breast cancer. Now, uh, doctor, I've heard there are certain chemicals and deodorants that can cause breast cancer. Is there any truth to that? Nope. This is a myth that uh, deodorants, uh, because they have certain uh, uh, chemicals in them, uh, will increase your risk of breast cancer. So the 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 myth was that because uh, the um, deodorants have aluminum uh, compounds in them, the aluminum compounds will go and stay in the lymph nodes. Lymph nodes are kind of part of the breast cancer uh, anatomy. And therefore, as a result of that, those toxins are not released because they block the lymph nodes and this causes breast cancer. So this actually has been tested in many ways. Um, in over 1,000 people, there was there have been studies done in over 16. There was one study done in 1,600 people, another one in 800 plus uh, uh, normal individuals, and they did not find that there was any increased risk of breast cancer either with deodorants, deodorants plus shaving the uh, underarms. Um, so that was all um, have been negated. Uh, the aluminum, the deodorant, is actually sitting in the sweat glands. And the sweat glands and lymph nodes do not have anything in common. So they are only blocking the sweat glands so that you're not going to perspire. Uh, so they are not causing any problems in the uh, lymph nodes. They have also looked at um, 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 the amount of aluminum in the breast cancer samples, and they have not found that there is increased uh, aluminum in the breast cancer samples. So that has also uh, confirm that there is no relationship between antiperspirant uh, or deodorants and breast cancer risk. Even though all lumps don't turn out to be breast cancer, does breast cancer always appear as a lump? No, that is not true. Um, so the breast cancer can present in multiple ways. So fortunately right now in U.S., a majority of the uh, breast cancers are just found radiologically on the mammogram because we have been quite successful in doing screening mammograms. So we find them when there is no outward signs or symptoms of breast cancer, only on a mammogram. Now, in those people um, who don't go for mammograms or sometimes the breast cancer is uh, progressing very rapidly or because of the location, they can present as lumps. 
other signs to look for is a uh, change in the color of your uh, skin of the breast you know if you see any dimpling in any area the texture of the skin of the uh, over the breast looks different it looks like you know leathery like an orange um, skin uh, then that is also very concerning the nipple is getting inverted um there is any lump not only in the breast but in the underarm area in the axilla those are all very concerning um that there may be something going on and a and a uh, follow up with your family doctor or your gynecologist is uh, needed to have that uh, looked into uh, dr gupta if your mammogram reports are always negative you go you go they're always negative do you need to worry about breast cancer the rest of the year or can you guys sit back and just relax um as a general term i would say um majority of the people can sit and relax because um the most common type of breast cancer is generally slow growing so if your mammogram is negative um then you would assume that you know um it should be okay now there's nothing magical about a year we just kind of feel like it, it, the the breast cancer grow, in most of the people will grow, grow slowly and therefore one year time is adequate to do the screening mammographies however certain certain um uh, breast cancers can be very aggressive and even after uh, a negative mammogram 6 months later even sometimes 3 months later you can feel a lump or some changes in your breast which uh, on investigation turns out to be breast cancer also like i mentioned before very dense breast uh mammograms sometimes can be also falsely negative that means there is cancer but the mammogram did not pick that up um because of dense breast tissue or some other kind of factors can be there so it's very important that even though it is very reassuring that the mammogram has been negative and there is nothing going on we should always make sure that we are examining the breast to feel for any lumps um or bumps to make sure that there is no changes in the breast you know just like we talked before in the texture or the color or the nipple area and if none of those are happening just chill and relax now treatments are always evolving when it comes to cancer are there new treatments available for breast cancer um yes uh we both have uh, new treatments available for breast cancer and also the older treatments that we are utilizing um we are utilizing them in a in a better way so for example um in early stage breast cancers um uh, two thirds of the women who are post menopausal now do not need chemotherapy in most cases now again you know it's a very individual case by case uh, decision so in today's program i'm just talking about a general population i'm not talking about one individual or the other individual but we are doing much less chemotherapy today for early stage uh, breast cancer than what we used to do before um chemotherapy wise in early stage breast cancers uh, in certain subset of those patients we have better treatments less chemotherapy more antibody targeted treatment is available lots of new things are happening in the uh metastatic breast cancer which is also a very huge population and there in um hormone receptor positive breast cancer which is the largest subset of uh, metastatic breast cancers we can delay chemotherapy for very long time by using just some pills 
or the combination of pills or combination of pills and injections, uh, but we can delay chemotherapy for many years now. Same way, just recently, uh, immunotherapy has been uh, used in certain subset of patients with metastatic breast cancer. And about a couple of weeks ago, we actually can use immunotherapy in high-risk triple negative breast cancer, which is a huge change in this very aggressive, um, poor prognostic uh, type of breast cancer. Um, Many targeted agents have now been approved and are being used um, in breast cancer. So overall, I think we are using our treatments uh, that are available uh, much more smartly, uh, trying to minimize uh, side effects to our patients, um, um, and much more uh, number of treatments are available now than what we had before. Well, thank you, Dr. Gupta, for joining us. Always a pleasure speaking with you and learning more about breast cancer. To make an appointment for your mammogram, call 1-800-402-5846 or visit lvhn.org slash mammo underscore guide. And remember, be safe, be smart, and be the healthiest you.